Hello, beautiful soul. Welcome to the Her Soulful Success Podcast. I am Diana Ricciotti, certified coach of NLP, certified timeline therapy practitioner, business mentor, and the girl who went from corporate climbing to solopreneur, replacing her full-time income working part-time hours in her business while juggling mum life. But you, my friend, can call me D because I know quite literally that we're going to become business besties. This space is for you to escape into away from the crazy hustle in your business and life to get your weekly mindset fix, your business boost, your realignment with the highest and best version of yourself and your dose of self-development. All ingredients that I believe for a soulfully successful business where abundance and fulfillment go hand in hand. Whether you're doing the nine to five grind and dreaming about there being something more out there for you, whether you're wanting to explode your side hustle, or you are already a business owner feeling maybe a little lost, stuck or overwhelmed, this podcast is designed to speak to your soul. So without further ado, let's jump into this week's podcast and level up your mindset so that you can begin living your best life. Hey, business bestie, and welcome to episode 19 of the Her Soulful Success podcast. I'm your host, Diana, and I have yet another awesome guest on the show for you today. Her name is Lindsay Schroeder, and she is a spiritual wellness, intuitive business, and mindset coach with the company that she has founded, Our and R. And this name has a little quite beautiful story behind it. She supports soulpreneurs and spiritually curious beings develop their intuition, reprogram their subconscious, connect with their energy systems and up-level their lives and businesses. Lindsay is a Reiki master, light worker, intuitive healer and a passionate divine feminine practitioner. Her services are often described as without words, transformative and what she would say her favorite like being on a spiritual drug i love that one Lindsay is a gifted intuitive channel and energy worker she has cultivated a practice all of her own her comprehensive approach to business wellness and spiritual connection includes coaching sound healing mindset lunar phases which we're going to get into today embodiment limiting beliefs manifestation eft nlp crystals healing circles guided meditations, rituals, ceremonies, and so much more. This woman has an amazing toolbox that she uses to heal her clients. In healing her own deep wounds, she found that she longed to share the practices, tools, and techniques that helped her release her own childhood trauma, work through past relationship patterns, develop deep self-awareness, self-confidence, and self-love. She's passionate about helping others become the conscious creators of their lives, which I am too just so freaking passionate about. Her approach to business is a marriage of the spiritual, energetic and practical and this allows Lindsay to create her basically her unique business and clients uh, achieve businesses that really reflect who they are and their truest desires you guys are going to just be obsessed with this conversation and her energy so without further ado let's jump in to today's episode and welcome, Lindsay, to the podcast. I'm so excited to have you on today. How are you going? 
Oh, I'm having such a lovely day. This is the perfect way to close it out. I'm so excited to be here with you guys. Oh, me too. I always, because I interview guests from all around the world, I always like to ask, where are we speaking to you from today? What time of the day in the world is it for you? I am connecting from Chicago and it's about like 9.30 p.m. by me. Wow. Oh, it's very late for me. <laughs> that time I always tell my guests I am usually well asleep by 9.30. So thank you so much for staying up with us tonight. I am really, really keen to get started and get talking about a lot of exciting topics with you. But before we jump in, I really love to give my guests an opportunity to just share a little bit about their story, what they do in their business. So could you tell us a little bit more about yourself, Lindsay? Of course. So my name is Lindsay Schroeder. I'm a spiritual wellness, intuitive business and mindset coach with the company that I founded, Our and R. I really focus on supporting soulpreneurs in developing their intuition. I do a lot of work with reprogramming the subconscious, working with shifting limiting beliefs and doing all that inner work that allows us to achieve the external reality and bring in all of our desires into our 3D experience. I am so obsessed and in love with woo-woo and spirituality mm -hmm. as it benefits us both personally in our personal practice as well as in our business. I really find that marrying the practical and the energetic, bringing those two things together in this extremely aligned way has allowed me to not only grow and scale my own heart-centered business, but support so many soulful entrepreneurs and elevating into the business that they really desire, creating it in a way that feels so good for us, and then allowing that abundance, those soulmate clients, those amazing opportunities to just flow in instead of forcing and pushing and hustling yeah i love that i'm all about the the flow and the pull um in business there is nothing worse than having to feel like every day you're getting up and you're doing the hard grind and the push and the hard sell and the dms so i'm really keen to get your ideas and your inspiration behind this can you tell me a little bit about your name it's so interesting that your business name more specifically al and r what's behind that so first and foremost, I love the fact that it's basically like a little mini meditation. It's not a name that you can rush through. It's not one that you can say extremely quickly. When you say our and are, you have to slow down. You have to allow the cadence to spread out a little bit more. And it's just taking that extra moment, that extra bit of intentionality. It kind of calls to that. And it's representative of we are divine feminine and our divine feminine. So bringing in the collective the fact that we all have these beautiful energies to us regardless of how we identify we have the power to step into the flow every single one of us and then really bringing in the idea of community and those are two of the main pillars that I built my business on and mm -hmm. I really love that they reflect in the name itself oh that's so beautiful and I just actually had this thought where I was reading your name um, even prior to the podcast every single time I read the name of your business it does make you stop and it makes you yes. <laughs> just in that moment you're so right it makes me mindful and make like read it like really read it and then actually think like I had some idea of the meanings maybe behind the words and how I interpret it is very similar to what you explained but um, 
Yeah, it's wow. That's really, really uh, smart. I love that. I want to know, Lindsay, a little bit about your story. I love going back. Any business owners, it really fascinates me, and I know it does my audience. Where your journey really began, how long you've been in business for, and what your journey's really been like. I've been coaching full time for about three years now, Mm -hmm. and I've been offering spiritual or woo woo or wellness or energetic services for about 10 years. I found this line of work through my own love and kind of falling in love with things like meditation and sound therapy and healing in all different forms Mm -hmm. because I had a lot of crap that I carried with me after childhood. I had a lot of childhood trauma that was really affecting me into my adult years. And when I finally got to go to college and kind of separate Um, from the places and the spaces that were really difficult to deal with at a young age. I had to grow up really quickly. Mm -hmm. My parents went through a really, really nasty divorce. It actually took them five years to get divorced. And so I've seen every mediator and therapist and this and that and was like, you know, really raising my sister from a very young age. And as soon as I got to college and kind of got to be on my own, I got to dive into things that really worked for me. I grew up Catholic and the Catholic church does not fit me very well. I am both pansexual or omnisexual and polyamorous. And so that definitely did not fit. I've Mm -hmm. been the black sheep of my family for pretty much like right from (laughs) right from the start and so finding these things spoke to my heart in a way that nothing had before and for many many years it was really just for myself I was absorbing and taking these things in reading the books taking the courses doing the classes all for myself I didn't I had no intention of sharing it like when I first got my Reiki attunements for instance Mm -hmm. I got one and two and I just sat on one and two for quite a while because I didn't want to provide services I didn't want to become a master I didn't want to you know do energy healing on other people I felt like I had so much to deal with and heal and transmute for myself that it didn't even cross my mind to like offer these things. And as soon as I rounded that corner and found things that really worked for me and changed my experience and was able to transmute intentionally where I could see and put together what tool or what skill set allowed me to transmute that specific thing all I wanted to do was hand it out I like wanted to stand on the side of the street corner and be like here's meditation and here's the crystal and here's this and here's that and just hand it off to everyone especially other women and especially other women who had gone through something similar that I had Mm -hmm. I just wanted to share all of these beautiful teachings and all of this wonderful magic that I found and how it helped me transform and transmute and really come into alignment with myself. Yeah, it always really starts with your own healing, doesn't it? Um, as particularly for coaches, our stories usually do start with healing ourselves and then just from how much we grow and how much Uh, we evolve and how different we feel we're just so freaking excited to pass on those tools and you have acquired quite the healing toolbox like just looking at your modalities and everything that you do how do you kind of um I guess 
I'm even thinking of other coaches that might be listening in who have studied NLP like myself. Um, you know, I've seen that you've done EFT or have other spiritual, more spiritual energetic modalities like Reiki um, or sound healing. How do you sort of package that up into a business, uh, into products or programs? This is me putting my business hat on for <laughs> the guys listening in. Um, how does that look like for you? My main container is one-on-one coaching. And I think because I have so many different spaces and places where I can drop into and go, okay, I'm going to pick up this tool. I'm going to use this practice. I'm going to, you know, muscle through this thing or allow this to come through or channel this. Mm -hmm. The one-to-one container really, really serves me and my clients because I get to access all of that. I don't feel limited at all. Mm -hmm. So some of my clients experience ceremony and ritual regularly in their coaching program and others are much more technical. Some of them, you know, kick off every single session with some breath work or some meditation and others we do, you know, one call that's all about the woo-woo and one call that's all about the practicality. But I get to really follow my intuition and allow myself to open up and be a channel and share so much more than just what a course or a program has been able to offer me mm-hmm. in my coaching practice. And I know when a lot of coaches are scaling they start going to you know group programs or digital courses or trainings in that way and I really think that I'll I'll be super focused on one-on-one forever because Mm -hmm. I absolutely love that flexibility I love the fact that I can access and utilize and weave the myriad of tools that I've Mm -hmm. fallen in love with in the way that it serves that client and that situation every single session yeah, I love I love the intuitive coaching. I love that about you. Like how I picture it is almost like you approach as you, you come into every session and you've got these you know this toolbox full of um, different ways that you can help the client and just based on what they need, based on the session, you're kind of going, oh, this is what I'll be using today. This is what is required. This is what I'm going to bring out and bring forth. I I absolutely love that. And what I also love about what you said is something that I'm really passionate about teaching on to any business owner whether they're service or product-based businesses is around staying what feels sticking to and staying with what feels true to you not just buying into the next uh, strategy that's available uh, you know online or in that next course or following a blueprint if it doesn't feel right to you so you're absolutely right uh, you know usually scalable business models and growth do entail group or digital courses or just you know systemizing everything and um, expanding it that way but I love how for you how you perceive success in your business is that uh, that one-on-one results that you get with a client and that what feels that's what feels right to you and you're okay to go against that grain and go like okay that's not for me I love that that's fantastic yeah Um, being able to stay focused on that one-on-one and know that I'm building my product suite around that it's not that I'm never going to venture into these other areas like I have a flagship digital course and mm -hmm. I launch a group coaching program sometimes once or twice or three times a year and have tons of you know those lower price offerings so that you can start to you know dip your toe into the water of any of these different topics that I love to teach on but I'm building my brand and my business around 
you know, my zone of genius. And that's one of the things that I really love to teach and support others on that we created these businesses to do business in a way that serves each of us. So it's not just taking that blueprint from someone else. Like I tell my clients all the time, I'm not going to give you the answer because the answer is within you. Mm -hmm. I'll help you find and figure that out and navigate that path and listen to your intuition with more clarity or with less, you know, sidestepping around it when you really know what it is that you want. But all of that magic is inside of you. It's for you to uncover, for you to listen to, for you to acknowledge and align with. Yeah, so powerful. I feel like I'm it took me a really long time to turn my intuition voice up a notch. It was it used to be very much a whisper that I could barely hear. And, you know, what I took on was I, I always looked to experts. I always looked externally for validation, for answers uh, to, in, in regards to my life. So from you know, what I should do with my life career wise to how I should raise my kids to what my marriage should look like, to what my life should look like, to then what my business looks like. And it wasn't until I started my business and went through this journey, which I think is definitely a spiritual one. And I talk about that all the time as well, that I started to really tune in to that little voice, that little nudge, which is, was my intuition and is now I, that I can kind of tune into it and it's much clearer and louder and it's allowed me to create um, from like I guess my in my own way my in my own magic rather than um, sort of trying to copy somebody else's way of doing life and business so yeah I really I really love that I know Lindsay that you're also um, really interested in you coach on manifestation I can see that you've got an awesome manifestation ebook I love hearing from women who are particularly manifestation coaches a manifestation story like something that you have personally manifested to really just um I guess get our audience feeling a little inspired Oh, definitely. Um, I will actually tell a story of my partner manifesting something yes. because it is, it is even more intense than mine because I think intentional manifestation, when you know the steps, you can typically find for yourself like, okay, here's where I'm caught up. Maybe it's in the belief or maybe it's in the feeling of the feelings or thinking that you're faking it or mm -hmm. holding too hard. But when you're watching someone else manifest, especially for those first few times, it's such a powerful experience. And anyone who follows me knows that I'm obsessed with ritual baths, like water amplifies my ability ability to channel pretty much every time I'm sitting in ceremony or working with plant medicines I just want to like have water included in that experience because it amplifies all of my psychic abilities and baths are one of the main pillars of my personal practice okay so before, every we, apartment. before we even go into speaking about your partner's manifestation story I want to hear a bit more about this because I have never heard of ritual baths and I'm sure this might oh be God. something new to my audience so explain please Lindsay what is a ritual bath and how can we like get into oh, one today I have so much magic for you guys so nice. I actually have a ritual bath ebook too so if anybody wants access to that I break down 
all of the ingredients that I use, how I set up for a ritual bath, how I cleanse for it, how I work with them. Like I love these. And what I mean by a ritual bath, just like a ritual anything, like you can have a ritual cup of tea. You can have a ritual before you start your work on your computer for the day. You can have a morning ritual. Ritual just allows you to take the everyday and turn it into something magical. So we all shower or take baths. We all clean ourselves. And water is such a powerful practice and conduit for me. I am a very intense fire sign. So water is just this calming, soothing, and just a very intuitive practice for me. I also spent many years very detached from my emotions. So anytime I can connect with water, it really represents my connection to my emotions. Mm -hmm. And so I regularly work with ritual baths, which means I will include specific ingredients and put them in both physically as well as energetically. That might be flowers or different essential oils. It might be different salts or baking soda or all different types of cleansing things from dried flowers and herbs and you know these little sachet bags to putting you know my 13 pound rose quartz in my bath with me mm -hmm. i've actually even live streamed from my ritual bath previously like i adore them i love them and anytime i'm attempting to manifest or step into something or embody my goddess self or integrate with guides i work with ritual baths as a profound practice so if anyone is interested in creating one that really serves them creating one that's in alignment with your goals and what you're intending to put out there my ebook goes over even like the difference in the candle colors and different crystals that you can include mm -hmm. and different oils and how to cleanse the space and set the intention. So everything from, you know, the colors of the lights in the bathroom to what candles and what scents and what oils are different things that I put into the bath. I plan all of these and make it so beautiful and turn it from just an experience of, oh, I'm cleaning myself to I'm cleaning my mind, my body, my soul, and really marry the practical with the energetic all uh, through ritual baths. I love this idea. I, I too am like, I, I, can't really explain it but I'm very pulled to water we live about yes. uh like oh I don't know 45 minutes 50 minutes away from our favorite beach and that like we are manifesting our beach home in the next well hopefully five to ten years with my partner and my kids because we will spend two three hours driving around on the weekend just to get our butts to the beach for a few hours because there is just nothing that brings me more peace more calm just quietens my mind or even just I, don't, I can't even explain it you know what even with my kids I can't say it quietens my mind it just gives me this kind of um the, uh, just a feeling like this an, an energy that I can't really explain that I just love love being near it and I do I guess without knowing it I probably do have some form of ritual baths myself because when I do have a bath it really means a lot to me because it means yes. no baby time it means I chuck my candles on I get my book I always make myself a chamomile tea with some honey in it because it just soothes my soul and I do I, I spend that half an hour really feeling the 
the water, really just being mindful, I guess, and even sometimes doing a meditation. So you could probably say without knowing that I probably do have do yes. do a ritual bath. I really love something that you said, um, and I'm not going to quote you directly, but you mentioned that rituals uh, are when you take something regular or mundane and turn them into a magical moment or really feel into the moment and make them magical somehow or make them really special. And I think that that's just such a beautiful way of thinking of rituals because in what I do in business coaching, you know, we talk a lot about, uh, you know, daily success rituals and setting your day up for success, especially if you are just starting to work for yourself. It's, it's hard to stay motivated throughout the day without sometimes having that accountability, planning your day, scheduling your day becomes, all, all these things can become challenging than the distraction of social media or your kids and everything else in life. It's like, I really am big on setting yourself up for success, particularly in the morning. But I find that a lot of time when we use the word ritual or a morning ritual, it's like something that can become an obligation almost and take on a negative meaning where, clients struggle because they just they just don't I guess have that excitement around doing the same thing every single day when if you really make it about whatever it is that you do in the morning around intentionally making you feel good about finding that gratitude in the moment about really just making whatever that 20 10 minutes of your morning really feel special and magical however that looks like for you I feel like that can really transform what a morning ritual would would look like yes i agree i think ritual is such a beautiful space to expand your energy and giving yourself that flexibility if it serves you like if you feel boxed in by your morning ritual or your morning practice opening yourself up so like maybe you want to be more flexible with the amount of time maybe you want to be more flexible with the different things that you might include like I have one client where we made this list of all of the beautiful morning practices that she loves and she opens that up in the morning and she selects one and sometimes she like keeps going and moves from one to two to three and other times it's just a quick five minute practice with one of them but she has this beautiful list of all of these things that light her up Mm-hmm. And the first thing she does in her day is select what lights me up. Yeah. What do I enjoy? What am I excited about? And then allows herself to do that very first thing in the morning. And that sets her up for a day of choosing what lights her up and choosing what feels good and allowing that to be the governing force. Yes. Yes. I love that. Um, let's move on to that story. <laughs> that manifestation story I was so excited to hear and I interrupted you so my partner learned the process of manifestation of course just almost through osmosis because he is hearing it all the time as I am teaching it and speaking on it and he will jokingly say to me all the time oh I manifested it kind of using it in an inappropriate way like oh not really buddy like not exactly that's not exactly what manifestation was and we started to look for a new apartment and I really dislike searching for apartments it's really stressful for me it's not Mm -hmm. something that I enjoy but I'm definitely a little bit of a recovering control freak so it's very difficult for me to fully give up 
a task. Mm-hmm. It's one thing to like delegate or collaborate and be supported. It's another to like give up something completely as big as where we're going to live. And he loves to search for places. So I told him, I was like, you know what? Why don't you completely take it? And he was like, yeah, I've got this. And here's me like sitting on the side, like freaking out and panicking. And one day I'm like, sleeping kind of watching tv on the couch on a sunday and he wakes me up and he's like put your shoes on we have to go and i'm like why what like i just want to watch netflix and he brings me to this apartment and tells me i found your bathtub not i found our apartment but i found your bathtub (laughs) and we go to this place i really think it had been on like the listing website for like 45 minutes like he found it in less than an hour of it being up and we were there within like two or three hours of it being posted and i walked into this beautiful apartment and made my way right to the bathroom and it's a three-person jacuzzi bathtub in a one-bedroom apartment in chicago and it has beautiful white columns and gold and white marble accents and like it's massive and mirrored it makes absolutely zero sense for a three-person jacuzzi (laughs) roman style bathtub to be in a one-bedroom apartment in the area that we live in and have it be like completely in our price range and so perfect for what we were looking for and i was ready to like put down six months worth of rent i like looked at the man who was renting it and i was like take it off the internet i was like i will go get you as much money as you want i will sign anything that you want like we can all sit here and wait as you run our credit like this that's my bathtub i would like to live in there i didn't look at the other room i did i didn't care it was the most beautiful thing i had ever seen and i to this day still don't want to leave like, my partner and my sister have both told me, like, oh, if you guys are going to have more kids, like, you, you're probably going to have to move out of that apartment. And I was like, leave my bathtub? What do you mean? <laughs> my bathtub has been published in, like, an online wellness magazine because I, like, wrote an article on ritual baths because I'm so obsessed. And I asked them, I was like, oh, can I su- submit a picture of my own bathtub, my own bathroom? And they were like, well, you know, we really like to keep our photos, like, very professional, but, like feel free to send it over and you know if it makes the cut we'll put it in there if not we'll use some like stock photography and I was like oh don't worry and she like emailed me back as soon as she saw it she's like that is your bathtub like in your (laughs) apartment and I was like yep I told you it was really beautiful it is to this day my favorite manifestation of any manifestation besides like people because it is so specific right it is so specific because that was the biggest issue with the apartments that he was showing me I was like but but the bathtub like I have other things that I need (laughs) like I wanted you know a dishwasher laundry and unit I wanted it close to like public transportation but the bathtub was really like I can be flexible on other things besides air conditioning I can be flexible on other things I'm not flexible on a stand-up only shower like no like I don't really take showers. I take baths. I love baths. They are my thing. This and I was like, I'm not I'm not open to giving them up. And like you could see the shift in him when he really realized that like, oh, this is this is the thing. And within a week or two, he had completely manifested a bathtub that is incredible this is now not only your favorite manifestation story but it's my favorite (laughs) it's his favorite manifestation story too oh my goodness can you tell me 
what is the process that you because I think we've touched on what manifestation is um, like breaking that down I guess in previous podcasts but we've never actually spoken about what to do in order to manifest like what does that process oh, yeah. look, look like for you um, yeah of teach course. us Lindsay teach so- us so manifestation for anyone listening who might not um know the definition of the word has probably seen it on instagram or on tiktok but if you do not know what it is specifically manifestation is the bringing of a desire a dream a goal from the ether or from energy into your physical reality and so the process that i follow is four steps the first step is identifying what it is that you desire The second step is believing that it's possible that you can have it, be it, do it. The third step is becoming a vibrational or an energetic match, basically feeling the feelings of having been doing that thing as if it's here, as if you are that right here, right now, without it being here and now. And then the fourth step is taking action. So that is a really generalized and very cliff notes overview, Mm -hmm. but we have to know what we desire to intentionally manifest. And so that space is really about getting clear on what it is that you want and also starting to strip away the pieces that aren't as important. So for instance, when my clients are manifesting and they're like, I set this intention, I wanted this thing, but I got this thing. We'll look at that and I'm like, oh, but like, let's look at this. What you actually wanted was this, this, and this, which is what you received or what you actually believed you could have was this, this, and this, even though you said you wanted this, for instance, if that's, oh, I want to manifest X number of clients, maybe you're like five, 10, a hundred clients, but a part of you thinks that if you get all of those clients, you'll have to work too much. So you actually only want half of that or a quarter of that. And that's what you bring in. And you're like, oh, well, I, I said I wanted 100, but I only brought in 25. We have to look at all the different facets. So getting clear on what it is that you desire. I also love to recommend that we stay in the positive when we're getting clear on what we desire. So instead of I want to eliminate debt, I want to exist in a constant state of overflow. Mm-hmm. Because anytime we're thinking and feeling about a specific thing, if that's eliminate debt, you're still bringing debt into your awareness, which means for a moment or more, you're vibrating at the frequency of debt. The more we focus on that, the more we bring that in. So if you're very clear on what you don't want, write those out, but then shift them. Okay, if I don't want debt, what is the opposition of debt? Financial flexibility, financial freedom, overflow, there's always more coming in than going out, and then align with that. Mm-hmm. then you have to believe that it's possible. The universe cannot go against your free will. So if you say, I want my absolute soulmate, I want this deep connection of a relationship, but you don't believe it's possible, the universe cannot circumvent your belief. It cannot bring you something that you do not believe you can have or are worthy of. So really zoning in and figuring out, do I believe that this is possible? And if I don't, what can I do to get me to that place is that doing some technical research is that some self-worth or some shadow work is that some inner child stuff is that looking at your limiting beliefs and reprogramming them but believing that you can have be or do your desire then we must feel the feelings and this one is the one that catches people up a lot of my clients mentioned to me that they feel like they're faking it so if you are manifesting 
$10,000 and you're trying to become a vibrational match for $10,000, a lot of my clients are like, I feel like I'm lying to myself. If I say, oh my God, I'm so abundant. Oh my God, there's $10,000 in my bank account, this and that. Mm -hmm. Instead of faking, we really want to experience the feeling. So if you just received $10,000 deposited into your bank account through your business, through those soulmate clients, what would that feel like? That might be blissful, euphoric. That might be deep relaxation. It might be massive stress relief. It might be, oh my God, all of these different doors open up for how I can invest in myself and truly align with that vibration and start to experience that. It's more than just painting the picture. It's truly feeling the feelings, experiencing Mm -hmm. it, becoming a vibrational match so that we're truly the vibrational signature of having been or doing that. And when we vibrate at that frequency, we attract it right in and it finds its place with us. And then last but not least, we must take inspired action. We must show the universe that we mean business, that we're serious, that we believe it, that we think it's going to happen, that we know it's going to happen so much so that we're taking steps as if it's coming to us, as if it's for us, as if it's on its way, as if it's already here. Mm -hmm. Without the action, it makes it much harder to bring that in. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's a missing step for a lot of people um, when they when they uh, really think of manifestation or maybe when they dismiss manifestation because they believe that it is this way of just thinking about something and it falling into your lap when there is that really important element of also taking inspired action in accordance with that highest version of yourself where you have that unwavering faith that what it is that you're manifesting is there it's and it's going to come to you in, in divine right timing what i really love yes. that um you also mentioned is that you have to believe that it is possible and i guess this is where um both of the work that we do comes into play and why it is it's important to highlight this is where understanding your subconscious mind programming and your beliefs that make up the model of the world for you what they are and really unpack them and understand how you can transform them so they can be I guess more in alignment with what it is that you want to manifest and you desire because I absolutely understand and have numbers of not not even just when they when manifesting comes into play but even affirmations you know standing in the mirror and telling yourself you look beautiful when you don't feel beautiful or don't believe that you are beautiful does feel like a lie um so it's really important to find out go deeper understand your beliefs what do you make things mean about what what does beauty mean to you why do you believe that that's beautiful what do you want to choose to believe where did that come from that initial belief that you didn't even realize that you had about beauty like it it, you it really does require deeper work for the manifestation process to really work for you so to not kind of skip over that yeah yes and I think that's it. clients kind of come to me from both directions where some of my clients are like okay I know these limiting beliefs are standing in my way I'm ready to do this work and other clients come in and they're like I'm so excited about manifestation I'm going to call this in and this in and this in mm-hmm. and both of them really support the work that we do because they both lead back to that same thing of like connecting with the truth the core of both what we've been programmed to be and who we desire to be 
Yeah. Because we each are the conscious creator of our own life, our own business, our own reality. You know, it's not our fault how we were programmed, how we grew up, what we were told, what we integrated. I mean, from zero to seven, we're basically just a sponge. We're absorbing and taking things in, and we don't really have an active role in how we're taking those things in, how we're integrating those things, and what way they are like rooting into our subconscious and into our core. But as we step into adulthood, as we become more open and more truly in control, it is our duty and our responsibility to look at that and to reprogram or reframe or realign the things that are no longer serving us or maybe never served us. Mm -hmm. Yeah, my favorite thing to do is question everything. Mm-hmm. I just love like whenever I catch myself thinking a certain way, um, even having like a negative thought pattern that I or a story that I tell myself about whether it might be moving or um, how much time I have in the day. I so I get fascinated listening to my, the own my own stories. It's just so much fun. You guys might think I'm weird. Whoever's listening in, like <laughs> that does not sound fun at all. But I love that mindfulness sort of game and really hearing my own stories my own self-talk and then going hang on a minute let me just is is that the truth is that the truth or where did I learn that where did I learn that I don't have enough time in the day where did I learn that cleaning my car is really hard work or where did I learn that I can't um you know drop my car off to be cleaned by somebody else Yes. Very specific here, guys, but just these things that are pop. I'm actually looking at my car outside as I'm recording this podcast, so that's the first thing <laughs> that came to my head. But like, yeah, just it, it's incredible, and it goes deeper than that. It will yes. then go. What is in. my truest truth? Yeah, love it. Um, amazing, Lindsay. We're learning so much from you today. I wanted to kind of delve into one more sort of biggish topic that I wanted to cover off with you, which I know that you teach and you're passionate about, and that is lunar cycles and how knowing and tracking lunar cycles can help us well one manifest um easier i guess and sort of feel more in flow in our business too could you talk to us a little bit about that of course so for today's discussion let's focus on the two main lunar cycles and how you can work with them that being the new moon and the full moon and i love to start in that space because it makes it really accessible and really you know easy for you to get started and dive in and start working with lunar cycles right off the bat Mm -hmm. so during the new moon this is a really phenomenal time for you guys to plant seeds set intentions really start new things and so what i mean by setting intentions is what would you like to come about in that next lunar cycle what would you like to happen for your business and your personal life and then work with that process of manifestation okay can i get clear on what it is that i desire what are the things that might be standing in the way of me believing it start to do that work and outline what feeling the feelings or becoming an energetic match would look like and then allow that inspired action to flow through as the moon starts to gain you know brightness and fullness then the cycle of the full moon is really about celebration it is the time to reap what you sow and harvest the fruits of your labor and sit in gratitude and celebrate both the things that you've called in and where you are along this path 
So I think working in lunar cycles in general takes our time frame down to, you know, about that month's length of time. Whereas in our current society, we have a lot of focuses on, you know, the year, our birth year, New Year's. We'll even sometimes step into, you know, focus on quarters and, you know, everybody's setting yearly goals. But I think breaking it down into the lunar cycles really allows you to get connected to what's going on in the everyday and it reminds you to not only set goals for the year but to set goals for a month for a day for a moment for a specific project and then that beautiful reminder to celebrate and to really relish the magic that is already here also one of my favorite tips around working with the full moon is to express gratitude or celebrate all of the desires that you're calling in as if they're already here. Mm -hmm. So if you're looking to manifest a certain dollar amount or a partner or a specific number of clients or this type of opportunity and the full moon is coming up, like we have a full moon coming up in just a few days, you can actually celebrate achieving that, being that, doing that as if it's here and now on the full moon. And that will amplify the impact of your manifestation Mm -hmm. by enacting it, feeling it, experiencing it and celebrating it as if it's here and now you can start to paint that picture with visuals or words or vibrations and sensations and that's a great way to also be able to manifest during the full moon cycle yeah I what I really love about that too is so sorry which of the moon cycles do we slow down and reap the rewards so celebration, reaping the rewards, the harvesting is the full moon. Right. And setting intention is the new moon. See, this is what would benefit me a lot is to actually stop for a moment and spend a bit of time actually, I guess, recognizing and um, celebrating what it is that I have achieved. And I know that like-minded ambitious business women listening into this podcast will resonate with this where we we set goals we have milestones but as soon as we meet them as soon as we tick off that box um we're like okay great what's the next on to the next what's the next thing what's the next Mm -hmm. thing what's the next thing and if you really think about it then where does that end and without you know the lunar cycle concept this is where my personal business name was born because for me success isn't something that you should have to wait one two three four five years to feel it is something that you should be able to i guess feel into now i think you should be able to feel successful every single day of your life and that comes down to really being able to sit in gratitude and sit in recognition and celebrate what it is that you have going for you and what you've created in your life today. So, so important for me. So I absolutely love that. Do you have any um, advice on moon trackers that you use? Do you have one yourself? Where can people learn more about this? You guys can learn more about this from any, there's so many different apps that you can download that will Mm -hmm. remind you when we are in different lunar cycles. Um, I have one that's called moon phases Mm -hmm. and it just reminds me both when the new moon, when the 
full moon when each of the different phases are upcoming, but then also the zodiac sign that they're in, which is an additional layer that you can bring on to working with the lunar cycles. I also really encourage women to track their fertility or track their um, time of the month and compare that to the lunar cycles a lot of us will you know sync our bleeding with the new moon and that's known as like a white moon cycle or mm-hmm. sync up with the full moon which is known as a red moon cycle because as women we also follow cycles in a very similar way and a lot of us even without knowing it do sync up with the moon and when we think about it the moon affects the tides so much and we are all made so much of water that the moon connects and affects us so much more than we actually recognize in daily life yeah i actually what is the percentage i think it's like we're 85 percent water or something like that i don't know it's something massive like it's that. massive and i read this meme the other day it was so funny it was like basically we're just we're just a cucumbers with anxiety <laughs> Right. Oh my God. That's so funny. Cucumbers with anxiety. I'm like, yep, that's us. Um, yeah, I think that there, I, I actually have a guest coming up on the podcast. We're going to delve deeper into tracking our cycles as well. Like our menstrual cycles and, um, you know, aligning even what we do in business monthly with that, because I know, I mean, again, a topic for another day, because we could just talk for hours about this, but how, much that week of my upcoming period can affect my not only life but my business is just epic like what I am yes my ability ability to create to show up online on videos it's, it's just all so um so deeply affected so absolutely and such an interesting topic and i and i love just hearing what apps our you know fellow entrepreneur women do use because there are so many apps these days it can be really confusing to know what's accurate so i love knowing that it was moon phases is that right that you use yeah awesome also i've partnered my business with my fertility in the sense of when I'm ovulating and I know this happens for a lot of us you get this intense burst of energy Mm -hmm. and that's something that I've really allowed myself to work so deeply with both through the practice of conscious conception of actually like creating life but then also all of the creative endeavors in my business I kind of like zhuzh them up during ovulation time yeah where I will sit down and journal and meditate and do a ritual bath basically as an additional way to manifest or goal set or bring those desires in and often it allows me to channel inspired action in a really easy and flowy way yeah during the time of my ovulation I am just on fire creatively I can solve any problem. So that's where you want to like batch record your podcast season. That's when you want to, you know, create that masterclass or that mastermind and write up all all my launch strategy. Yes. Oh my God. All of it during ovulation. And I like plan things out. I'm just like quick wireframes, quick downloads. I'll always get the name of new programs or things. Like when I was creating my membership, I was like going back and forth with the name and I was like, you know what? I'm going to set it aside and the next time I'm ovulating I'm going to do a ritual bath I'm going to go into ceremony and I was sitting in my ritual bath and I went oh duh 
Waters. Yeah. And so my membership is actually called Waters the Membership, and it's about wading into the depths of your soul. And I'm like, oh, it's been here the whole time. <laughs> been waiting for you. Oh, no, I really do think there's something in that for sure. Um, and... I, there, I think there is nothing worse than sitting down and wanting to create and be creative and just feeling like it's not happening. And you can just spend a whole day being really, really hard on yourself and feeling really deflated. So yeah, we're going to dig, dig deeper into that a little later in our podcast season as well. But I love, love, love that you brought this up, Lindsay. Lindsay, this has been really amazing like I've learned so so much from you I know that our audience members are going to want to get to know you a little more spend a bit more time in your social media home so tell us a little bit about where you hang out how we can get a little bit uh, closer to you where we can maybe take advantage of some of the um, things that you have or potentially work with you some more Awesome, of course. So you guys can follow me on Instagram and interact there. You guys can also find my manifestation ebook and tons of my other offerings in my link in bio. And my handle is our and R. So O-U-R-A-N-D-A-R-E. I also have a private Facebook group where I offer tons of free mini trainings and bring lots of guest speakers and all different types of magic in there. And that's just facebook.com slash groups slash hour and are but the number one place that I'm hanging out recently is in my membership which is waters and it's a place where I get to offer ceremony and practice and ritual and experiences and community I also offer you know a Q&A coaching call every month in the membership and a digital gathering for us to come together and sit in ceremony together and tons of trainings and guest features and it's the space that I really love to connect most with my community because I make it most accessible in that space and I'm spending the most time there so I would love for you guys to check that out you can use the link in my Instagram bio to learn more about that absolutely and we'll make sure that we add all of the links that you've just spoken about into the show notes guys so don't um, feel like you have to scramble your for your pen or, or your notepad there we will make sure that's all easily accessible to you in the show notes I have absolutely loved our conversation today, Lindsay. I hope you've enjoyed um, popping over on our podcast today. Mm, so much. Thank you so much for having me. It's been so much fun. Yes, I love talking about this stuff. And I really feel like there is just so much more that we could get deeper on. So I would love to have oh, you yeah. back uh, perhaps in Part an upcoming two. episode. Yes, let's let's bring you back. We'll, we'll delve deeper. We'll get some feedback. I would love to hear from you guys. What do you want to learn more about on a deeper level? Anything that we've spoken about um, with Lindsay today? Just, you know, send me a DM, write some feedback. Don't forget to rate the podcast if you do love what you're hearing. And other than on that i will catch you guys in the next episode thank you so so much Lindsay. i hope you guys all have a beautiful beautiful day bye hey business bestie thank you so much for choosing to tune into the her soulful success podcast 
Don't forget to check out the show notes for all of the links, including my private Facebook group community, Passion to Profit, where I share even more free content, freebies, and live events for the ambitious business babe. If you loved what you heard today, you're going to love what I have in store for you. Everything from creating beautiful brandy, money mindset and wealth, nutrition for optimal energy and mood, to energy healing and anxiety management. I got you. I am covering like all of the things to support you on your journey to soulful success. So that you don't miss out on future episodes, don't forget to click subscribe and share the podcast with your tribe. If you share it on your socials, don't forget to tag me so that I can say hi and thank you personally. 